It's episode 238 of Crack the Customer Code. And the customer experience force is strong with this one. Hey, it's Adam Kapork, and I want to tell you a story that happened to me a while back. I stopped by a big box electronics store to make a quick purchase, and I dropped my wife at an appointment and decided to run a few errands until she was done. And in this brief trip, I was reminded of how damaging it can be to ignore customers. So I was shopping for a Bluetooth speaker system. I purchased a larger set of Bluetooth speaker a couple years ago, and we wanted something loud enough to be used in the backyard. Unfortunately, the speakers I bought were the opposite of hassle-free, and they required some kind of convoluted login and sync process with a computer. So the settings just like never seemed to stick, and the speakers basically sat in my closet for a long time. So it was just a bad purchase. Uh, Bluetooth should be plug-and-play, much like the cheap Bluetooth speaker I bought at a checkout counter. It was 15 bucks, and it's been nothing but a pleasure to use. So I was in the market for something in between, small speakers that were plug-and-play, but that were powerful enough for the garage or the backyard. So I walk into the big box store, and it's got obviously lots of options, and it's obviously put a lot of thought into the interactive displays. About two-thirds of the speakers for sale had displays that you allowed you to hear how they sounded. I was tested a few speakers, and I narrowed my uh, choices down and had a few questions for the staff. So I looked around for a sales associate, but the few I saw were busy with other customers. So I just kept walking around, playing with the speakers for about five minutes, sort of keeping that eagle eye out, hoping to grab a staff member. Now, eventually I went on the hunt and found two store associates at some sort of help desk, but they had lines they were managing, so I walked away, gave them a little more time, and then when I came back, I still couldn't find anyone. I went to the help desk one more time. This time I was able to grab an associate, and he offered to get someone for me because he didn't know anything about the speakers. And I watched as he found another associate, said something to that associate, then he went back to his computer without saying anything to me, not Jim will be right with you. It should be a few minutes. He's helping another customer. Nothing. Now, as the minutes passed, I watched the sales associate that was supposed to help me finish with his customer and then disappear into another part of the store. Now, at this point, I'm starting to get annoyed. So I figured I'd look up the model number online to see if I could find the answer to my question. Lo and behold, the first result was from Amazon, which had the item 20% cheaper. Within a few seconds of me going online, my wife texted me that she was ready to be picked up and I walked out of the store without purchasing any speakers. Now, when you talk about brick and mortar in retail, and we talk about Amazon and what the, the impact Amazon has had on retail, one of the things you look at is the competitive advantage that the store has, that an in-store has. One, I was able to test out the speakers. Two, while a lot of people will, will showroom and go in there and test out everything and buy it online, I'll generally support the store if I go in the store. But the staff's inattention resulted in a number of negative ramifications for the company. One, they did lose the sale. I bought my speakers elsewhere. And now I know that it's a coin toss whether or not I can get the service I need quickly. How much less incentivized am I to go into the store when I have a few quick minutes than to just go online, get a likely better price, and free delivery? If this is the experience I can expect, what value do they add? Now, I'll probably still go back to this electronic store because prior to this experience, I had two experiences that were very good. But this is the type of experience that pushes customers towards online shopping. And the major problem with what the electronic store did is that it seeded one of the two areas where it can still maintain a competitive advantage, person-to-person, face-to-face customer service. Big box electronic stores can't compete on convenience or often price but they still have the advantage of allowing people to touch, see, and hear products 
and of having knowledgeable human beings who can assist people with their questions and help make the sale in the store. So when they drop the ball in personal customer service, that is when they truly do become Amazon's showroom. And it's a lesson for all of us about how we should pay attention to our customers and the perils of ignoring them. Well, thanks so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code, a proud member of the C-Suite radio family. Make sure to learn more about Genie at 360connects.com. That's ConnectEXT. And connect with me, Adam Tporing, at CustomersAtStick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of your customers. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.